What's up, guys? Welcome back. Today we've got episode 15, a lot going on in sports. We've got the World Series starting up, and then the NBA season's tipping off tonight. On top of that, we've got your weekly football, so let's go ahead and get into it. Let's rock and roll. Bush League's episode 15. This is our Tim Tebow episode. Our Kemba Walker episode. The big Kemba one Walker. five. I mean, that's a that's a milestone in anything is a number 15. Mm-hmm. It's like 10 and a half. Yeah, a little bit different of an episode. You want to explain why? Um, our friend Mac, one third of Bush League, mm-hmm. is not on this continent. Jake, where is he? Max over near I don't know where he is. He was going to like three or four different countries, but all the countries are so close together there. You don't even it doesn't even matter. You can just move so easily. He's living it up in Europe while we're back here at school and providing content for you guys. Yeah, it's like a family trip type thing. It's one of those that when it's scheduled, you can't really like do anything about it. Yeah. You know, it's like it's it's a mandatory trip. So he's just chilling yeah. in like Greece or something. So we're missing Mac for an episode. We'll see how it goes with just two of us. But it'll be an experiment think we're ready for the challenge yeah i guess let's go ahead and get right into it um as we're recording this it is tuesday october 22nd it'll when it releases it'll be wednesday so but it's it's a national holiday tonight is for the some N- the nba has begun it has so, and it it's an exciting time it's an exciting time to be a sports fan for a lot of different reasons so currently means that i've been planning out some stuff merch is coming stay tuned we are gonna have merchandise so look on the instagram for that but so we haven't been paying attention to this game, but right now with 8.9 seconds left, Pelicans-Raptors are tied at 117. Ooh, Lonzo still has an ugly jump shot, still uh-huh. went in a little bit. I mean, NBA regular season, it's it's so interesting that the storylines, even though the NBA never truly dies, it's like regular season storylines are back, you know? Mm-hmm. A ton of people just got finished getting paid, so it's like, can they back it up? You get to see all the new teams in action. So it's exciting, but it's also the regular season, and you can't really judge everything off what you see early. Yeah, and do you see the Raptors? Raptors release their banner. Looks good up there. Yeah, a thick Kyle Lowry got a championship ring, which yeah. is crazy. Their ring was sick. I don't know if you saw it. I did not. It was North. It was very cool. It was like We the North or something. I don't. It didn't say We the North. It just said the North. Did Drake get a ring? I got. You got to figure he did. If not, he's paying for an exact <laughs> replica of the ring. <laughs> Uh, was Kawhi at the ring ceremony? Or no? I doubt he was. Because they don't play tonight. Just, just No, the... they do. The, yeah, Clippers, they def- the Clippers play the Lakers tonight at 10.30. Yeah, they definitely play. So, like, Kawhi, when he returns to Toronto, it's going to be wild. Like, when he finally comes back after what he did for that city in one year, they are going to lose their minds over him. Yeah, I just it's so weird to think that he dropped in for year one of one of finals and then dipped. Yeah, because remember when he was in San Antonio, he just like he basically kind of asked out, and he did not ask for Toronto at all. Well, and it he was never even in San Antonio, who was good, but he never had the superstar status that he had last year. Right, because he had I mean he had that one Finals MVP in San Antonio, but it was more like the young guy kind of tagging along. In yeah, it was, yeah, because they had such a foundation between Ginobili and right, Buns. Exactly, and so then he proves that he can go do it on his own, and then in the fashion which he did it, the championship like that against obviously depleted, but still the Warriors team like yeah they rented a player for a year, 
knowing pretty much any team in any sport, any mm-hmm. division, they're, they would take that. If they say we rent a superstar for one year, they'll take it. Oh, maximum efficiency. I mean, mm-hmm. when you rent a player, like the odds of you winning the title in that year are so low just with chemistry. I mean, there's yeah. the odds of that happening were crazy, but congrats to Toronto fans. I don't know any people from Canada really, so. I can't tell you any Raptors fans. Other than Drake. Yeah. Who's my favorite Raptor. Actually, Kyle Lowry's probably my favorite Raptor. But, I mean, no, that's good for Toronto, I guess. But I think one of the things that's interesting as this Raptors-Pelican game just went into overtime. Canada's winning in more ways than one. Okay, True. go ahead. As this game goes into overtime, still tied at 117. Pelicans are without Zion, and they're still hanging in with, yes, without Kawhi. But they're still coming off an NBA Finals team. Mm-hmm. So they're hanging in there. Some, just something to keep an eye on. Um, let's talk about Zion for a little bit. Uh-huh. Zion is out six to eight weeks. We posted a little thing on the Instagram about it. So it ended up being a torn meniscus. So he had surgery. Which is a really serious injury. And they act like... Like, that's no joke. Yeah, they... I saw something, like, they didn't know when he hurt it either. So it's like, he must have been playing on it, which you can walk on a meniscus. It's not as bad as an ACL, but it's a significant tear. Well, and... The way they played it when it first came out in the media is almost like, oh, Zion's a little sore. Or yeah, took bruised Zion, knee. Zion has a tough ankle, you know? It's like a minor injury that you can get by on, but just because he's Zion, they're going to be precautionary with the whole NBA, like, resting people these days. Yeah. But then it comes out that he has a torn meniscus and he's getting surgery. Six to eight, he's going to miss, like, two months yeah. of the start of his rookie season. And he played really well in the preseason, so I don't know when he heard it, but he was balling. It does make me feel a little bit better because we had the conversation in the comments of our, one of our Instagram posts about, is he the next Derrick Rose? Mm-hmm. It does make me feel a little bit better when they say it's a knee and maybe it was nagging him the whole preseason. Because uh-huh. the way I looked at it before was he hurt his knee and then this was Got something healthy, different. And then, yeah. So at least maybe something that's been nagging him a little bit. You'd rather it be the same injury than, hey, look, you have recurring knee problems. You'd rather it be one little knee problem that's bugging you a little. Yeah, because if you're starting to get into multiple knee injuries, you start to worry about his body starting to wear down. Right, and then the whole imbalance and stuff yeah. like that. That's not exactly something you want to play with. But the Pelicans are, as I'm looking at this article that came out, they are very adamant that it wasn't his 284-pound frame that was the cause. Right, because that's the first thing everyone goes to is it's like he's too heavy for he's his He's such build. a freak. Yeah, like – He's almost he has the frame that in basketball no one's really seen before. So like, we don't know what to do with it really. We're yeah. like, it must be because he's a little because he's heavy. Yeah, I mean, which makes sense. But I mean, they also, I don't know. The Pelicans might be trying to spin this whatever way they want it. You know. I feel like there there is something else. I feel like just I don't know why. I just feel like there's something else with. It's just weird how they came out and said they didn't know when he heard it. Yeah, it's like. A lot of fishy things going on yeah. down in New Orleans. <laughs> now, do you think the Pelicans are legit contenders? Um, Obviously, we're we're overreacting off one game where they're playing the Raptors, who also <laughs> who don't have Kawhi. Yeah, who's a, I mean, they're a different team. Contenders, no, they're gonna. I mean, they have a nice little core. I like what Lonzo can be. They have. I mean, as a North Carolina fan, it hurts to say it, but the All Duke lineup is JJ Redick, Brandon Ingram. Um. Crap, why did I go into this without knowing? Brendan him? Ingram's had a big game today. He had 22 and 31 minutes. Yeah, he had a nice little baseline drive, too. A little, little jelly. Uh-huh. But, um, yeah, the, the Duke boys in New Orleans, they've got a nice little lineup. Oh, Frank Jackson's in that. Okafor, mm-hmm. that's what it was. But, um, 
Yeah. Oh my bad. In, <laughs> in terms of in terms of contenders, definitely not. But I mean, they can be a playoff team potentially. The West is a gauntlet though, so that's true. It, it's going to depend how it shakes out. They've got a shot for sure. Yeah, I mean another another thing. Josh Hart had 15 off the bench today. Yeah, that and he was obviously including that massive Anthony Davis trade. Yeah. Which I mean, as with as much as gone on in the NBA, like it's really interesting that the Pelicans have so much relevance. Just like they, that's not them. Like they're to me, they're the equivalent of the Rays in the MLB, who they're a very small market team. Uh huh. They're known. They're well known. Like they're pretty. Yeah. Pretty average team, but they have a then, unique name. Yeah. Just something interesting. You know, we talked about the Anthony Davis trade. Mm-hmm. Him and the Lakers just kicked off over out in the Staples Center for a first game, 7-2 mm-hmm. Lakers early on, nine yeah. minutes left in the first. And we took um, we made some predictions on this, on who we think is yeah the best team in the West. And you said the Lakers, didn't you? Yes, I, I'm all in on, I'm a with my very little fandom for the NBA, uh-huh. not a huge fan. I right. like LeBron. I, do, I love LeBron. I think it's hard not to like him. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. He's done so like much him. for the game of basketball. So... Early on, he's got four points already. <laughs> They're up 9-2. So. I really wish I could watch this game. Obviously, this is the sacrifices we make for this podcast. Yeah. There's, great, there's great basketball on right now, and I'm sitting in an enclosed room that's hot uh-huh. on a school night at 11 p.m. that's like 15 minutes away from my house, and I'm talking into a microphone. Yep. The Dude, grind. For the content. For the content. Oh, also, congratulations are in order. Jake was on homecoming court. Thank you. Thank over the past <laughs> last Friday night, I made sure to go. I got that cool video. I dabbed. I thought him the up. video was really cool. It, it was too. It's like a good video of you. Yeah, you know, like kind of clean. Yeah, it's like you're looking all dapper, and it's like getting I nice. Look good. What can I say? Get a nice dap up in. Unfortunately, he did not win homecoming king. I voted for. I didn't even vote for myself. Tough L. I just want to make that clear. Like, Tough I don't, L. People, I don't care. I voted for Robbie. Congrats, Robbie Witt. He's grieving at this time right now, but the media, he will be out to speak to the media with questions later. I'm actually uh, just, if you could leave me and my family alone during this tough time, that'd be great. <laughs> I, of course. Um, but yeah, I think the, it is kind of, I like how they scheduled the Lakers Clippers Yeah, got off, got, got off on a bit yeah. of a tangent there. I mean, the Lakers are just putting them on. It's 11-2 now as we're watching the game live on my computer. It's a game of runs. Let's yeah. slow down a little bit. I They're looking good. What can I say? <laughs> exactly. But I think as we move up, stay in California, move up to Clay. Mm-hmm. So Clay is out for the entire season, which it that comes with the little asterisk by it. And there's always the asterisk. Steve Kerr said he's leaving the door open for Clay to return, but it's not likely. Yeah, and after seeing what happened to Katie, honestly, last year, I don't think it'd be the worst thing in the world if he just doesn't come back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think you play it by situation. Yeah, if they're holding their own without him and. You just and it's like really tough to get him back. I say just leave him. Now you can also say the thing is if they're holding it on without him, they're gonna be even better with them. Mm-hmm. But I definitely you're not rushing him back, especially because I mean you've got Curry who you th- th- their backcourt is already gonna be interesting enough. I think this is the perfect time if Thompson's ever gonna be injured and out like this, which you wouldn't wish on anyone, and you obviously hope he never misses anything. They're bringing in Russell right now. It almost feels like a good time to just kind of throw Curry and Russell on the court. It's like Clay, like even though he wouldn't be in the way, like it's just it's interesting to see them in the backcourt by themselves. I already think Curry's gonna. I mean, I'd I'd almost rather him kind of just sit out and let's just see how this thing goes without him, and hope he gets healthy for the next year. That's kind of where I'm at. 
Because he just got paid, too. He's he's on a max deal now. Yeah, I mean, he's not going anywhere. Yeah. So it's... I think I like to play it out down the year. See how you... Mm-hmm. See how you look going into the... In the playoffs. Potentially. Yeah, it'll be right around playoff time. Uh-huh. But yeah, I agree with KD. You don't want to rush him back and get hurt again. And then yeah, and that's terrible. Because then it's and a they, whole other... they can't afford to make that mistake again after all the crap they got for KD getting hurt right uh, yeah, away. Yeah, that they're going to be... They think of the scrutiny they would be under if that happened back to back years with their superstars. There's just, but that does let us know if Clay does end up playing, he'll he'll be ready. Yeah, I agree with that. Like, cause th- there's a chance that he. I mean, what if he is healthy right around the playoffs? Come, they're not gonna just let a completely healthy Clay Thompson just sit there at a principle. Like, if he's really ready to go, he'll play. Yeah. And so the I I mean you got to almost trust the Warriors organization in this sense that they're not going to screw up another superstar injury. They'll take care of it. No, cuz you do wonder if that did if KD would have stayed if maybe there was something fishy. You know he's going to say he wanted to come back and I'm sure he did, but maybe mm-hmm. there was something where they did rush him back a little bit and it left a little bit of bad blood. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean regardless the Warriors are a championship organization, they'll get things right. Mm-hmm. And speaking of championships, Michael Jordan, mm-hmm. the man who has won six of them himself, he has been a bit of the news as of late. He says Stephen Curry is not a Hall of Famer. Yeah, I don't know how you can say this. <laughs> I mean, I know he's making a bold take, but... I hope he means that he like Stephen Curry is not a Hall of Famer currently. He did say yet, so that was there. He said... He's still a great player, not a Hall of Famer yet, though. He's not. I mean, jeez, there's no way. Like, after, he's been in the year for 10 years, two-time league MVP, three championships, six-time All-Star. And then you go into, and I was hoping you brought the stats up because I didn't have them in front of uh-huh. me. But then you just go into his influence on, like, on everyone in the game of basketball, just shooting threes, shooting them from farther away, the difficulty of the shots he's shooting, I mean, regard, whether you like it or not, he's completely changed the game of basketball. LeBron, either the best or the second best player of all time, I mean, he's only, he's severely limited LeBron's championships because the dynasty they built in Golden State. Yeah. Now, and you can't tell the story of the NBA without Stephen Curry. And so to say that he's not a Hall of Famer. Well, and when you look at the three championships that he's won, he's been in it like six times. Yeah. It's like, like it's... That's three more impressive seasons. And then he's just... I mean, he was the first ever unanimous MVP. Like, stop. Jordan, you're crazy. Like, No, I agree. Stephen, Stephen Curry was a Hall of Famer multiple seasons ago. Like, a couple years ago. You, I think, yeah. Like, th- this is this is not a topic of discussion. I don't know if he's a little bitter. If he... Maybe he's trying to, like, belittle LeBron for being, like... LeBron is losing these championships to a guy who's not even a Hall of Famer. That's true. That's a different. That's an interesting spin. <laughs> this is just an attack on LeBron, because he's threatened by LeBron. Because so LeBron's the goat. Yeah, and by is MJ th- saying that LeBron is the goat? But by saying <laughs> that Curry is not as good, it's basically saying LeBron's like he's beating Curry. Okay, whatever. He's beating Curry. Yeah. It, well, it, saying that Curry's not as good is a lose lose for LeBron. Yeah. Because if you beat him, it's like, oh well, he's not as good. He's not even a Hall of Famer. And if you lose to him, it's like, dude, you did, you lost to – he's not even a Hall of Famer and you lost to him. So this is Jordan's attempt to just weaken the NBA so he looks better than LeBron. Very interesting attempt. You're on. not slick, Mike. 
you are not slick. We caught you. Bush League caught you red-handed. I mean, he could also be... Um, now, he owns the Hornets. <laughs> he could be a little bitter that Curry left Charlotte in the first place. Maybe Char- another spin. Maybe he's trying to get Curry to come back to Charlotte by grinding his gears a little bit, uh-huh. making it sound like he still has something to prove, so he's got to come to his hometown and show out for the Hornets. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Take, take, it, how you, take it how you want it. Because in an ideal world, hold on, I'm still going. In an ideal world, Curry comes back to Charlotte. Charlotte's in the East. Charlotte wins the East. They play LeBron's Lakers in the finals. Curry gives LeBron a finals loss, makes Jordan look better in that LeBron loses, and then Jordan also wins a championship because he's on the Hornets. I mean, Jordan's dream has to be winning a championship for his own organization while also making LeBron look worse. Yeah. Wait, is that not a win win for everyone? Yeah. I mean, you win a championship and you keep yourself the GOAT. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? So. Yeah, that's our official statement on this, is that he is saying this so Curry comes to Charlotte so he can beat the Lakers in the finals, and Michael Jordan looks better as an owner and as a player. Yeah. Okay, confirmed. So, nothing. Just as we wrap up, Raptors officially won. Pulled away in overtime, 130 to 122. Pascal Siakam just signed his big deal. He had 34 points and 18 <laughs> rebounds. Pretty good first that, game. I would say that's a solid stat line. It's a good, it's a good first game. <laughs> yeah. You, you can't... I mean, his averages are looking nice right now. Oh, very. He's, he's got to be on pace for a record. <laughs> nah, Will will have something like that. but Probably. Will average like 40 at least. But as we talk about a live NBA game, even bigger games, World Series is also live right Debatable. now. Debatable. <laughs> I'm just kidding. World Series is... Okay. World Series game one. It is. Game one, World Series. October Gr- baseball is here. Grape, it's been here. I know, but like, October baseball isn't... The culmination of October baseball is here. That's fair. So right now, bottom seven, Nationals are at 5-2. So, Uh-oh, really na- interesting. Attitude. I know, I've... Nuts about the Nats. <laughs> I've been sticking with the Astros the whole time. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, it's Mac who doesn't like the Astros. Yeah, I mean, the Astros are the people's champion here. They already knocked out the Yankees. Yeah. Everyone wanted to see that. Now they just have to get rid of... the frick- It's the Nationals. Like, come on. Yeah, unless you... They don't really have any rivals besides... I mean, you could say the Mets and Braves. It's the Nationals. Phillies, maybe. But that's just because they're in division. Division, yeah. And the least. Oh, Springer just homered 5-3 now. <laughs> so we got a lot of live updates here, but it was a good pitching matchup between Cole and Scherzer. Mm-hmm. There's going to be good pitching matchups throughout the season or series between Corbin and Strasburg coming up next for yeah, the Nats. Both teams have good arms, for sure. Yeah. So, it'll be interesting to see as we... We'll keep you guys updated. I think we we need a we need a Houston dub tonight. Where is this game tonight? In Houston. Oh yeah, we need it. We need a Houston dub. Admit it made. So we're both pulling for the Astros. I'm not sure what Mac would say. Um, He's probably not even. He's in Mykonos. Yeah, just chilling. <laughs> All right, we can move into a little week upcoming. So we'll hit both coming up here. Uh-huh. Some news that came out: Dabo is now the highest paid coach. I would. I mean, so do you think that's fair? For what he's done in recent years in terms of building a program, you could argue he's done more than Saban in terms of Saban has just maintained a program uh-huh. that he's already built, and Dabo's actually been like doing the work to build it from a 
You know what I'm talking about? Like, mm -hmm. he's just been doing the jump start. I mean, Saban still has the edge over him just because Saban's been doing it for so long and deserves every penny. But, I mean, I'm okay with it. I'm, I'm not... Yeah, I mean, he signed the deal back in April after uh -huh. they won their natty, but it just... In the annual coaches salary database that USA Today puts out every year, yeah, it's it just, just passed like, them. It, yeah, like officially, it like yeah. announces that. And so, I mean, Saban's two. I'm assuming. Saban's two, so he's at Dabo's at nine point three million. Uh huh. Saban's at eight point eight million. I mean, that's that's almost comes down to just like what the school can get. Like, yeah, they're getting paid about the same. I don't think it's too big of a deal. Something that is interesting after the next highest paid person is Jim Harbaugh. Who has just not done anything at Michigan? He he is underachieved. I know we don't have this, but he's. I saw news earlier today that his agents are looking for. They're almost looking for a way out, like a way to get out or something like that. Uh -huh. They're looking. They're open to taking NFL jobs. So just something interesting that he may officially be out of Michigan. It's coming up soon here because. But he just has never won the big game there. They won. Well, have they even beaten Ohio State? I don't think he hasn't beaten Ohio State. Which you can't do in that rivalry. Like, no. If any, you need to be. You need to be winning that rivalry significantly, to stay relevant. Or, it, I mean, getting shut out by your rivals is just not going to go over well with the fan base. No, especially with the rivalry of that magnitude. And they've just done nothing outside of that either. It seems like they're always ranked high to start the year. They drop down to like the 16 to 20 spot where they're at now. It's just he just can't win the big games. Yeah, I mean, having him at third is... They're overpaying for sure for what they've gotten. Yeah. Now, I think at the time, everyone thought it was a good hire coming back to Michigan. But... I thought it was a good hire too. How can you look at that and think it was a bad hire? Yeah. I mean, maybe the college system has changed a little bit, but... Yeah. Things happen. Yeah. Another big news. Go back down. We were talking about Saban back down to Bama. Uh -huh. Tua is hurt. So he's got a high ankle sprain. I don't know which ankle it is, but it's the same injuries he had last year, just on the other ankle. Okay. So, so not, not a repeat type thing. No. So they're saying it's going to take anywhere from two to four weeks. Oof. But it's... It's kind of up in the air. It's subjective, but you got to plan on at least two. Saban said no. Saban didn't really give much information. Of course he Classic did. Classic Saban. <laughs> I think it's going to take him about two. Now, in two weeks from now, the LSU game. It's the LSU game. Oh, LSU. We'll get to it a little later, but please beat Auburn this week. Yeah. Don't ruin this for us. Please beat but Auburn. If two is not. If Tua is not available to play, then that LSU game, needs to just beat them. West I mean, I want Tua to play just for the sake of that game. Oh, I do too. But I'm just saying, because I right nations you get if Alabama has one loss all year and it's to LSU and Tua didn't play. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But I mean, I don't know. I don't know how out of order we're going here, but I feel like it's important to go ahead and say, Wisconsin mm -hmm. losing to Illinois. Illinois, I'm yeah. sorry. That's a southerner thing. Illinois. Illinois. Yeah. That opens the door up so much for, because that, for that other SEC team. Because we talked about it last week. One of those Big Ten teams – or actually, I'm going to go ahead and own up to it. I talked about it. Uh -huh. I called it. One of the Big Ten teams is for drill, whether it's Ohio State, whether it's Wisconsin, whether it's Michigan. Uh-huh. They're – ten. Yeah, because you want Ohio State to lose because that – I don't want them getting a spot. Yeah, because they look good so far, and we'll I talk agree. about the new AP poll where they're they're jumping up there. But 
it just it takes out the fact that someone like Wisconsin, like they always mess up to some random Big Ten team. Yeah, Ohio State's the king of that, losing yeah. to Purdue, Iowa, whoever it is. Yeah, it's classic. This year, Ohio State has so far at least avoided it. They weren't the first one to do it. Yeah. I the second I saw that they lost that game, they were a huge favorite. The second I saw it was like 30, 33 and a half point underdogs. Yeah. Was Illinois. The, the second the second I saw that, I was just like, let's go. F opens the door for a potential second SEC spot, which is what we all want. And mm-hmm. I, that's what I want. I, yeah. can, I can only speak for myself. I like it well, better when there's two SEC teams. It's not even just for me being a little biased for the SEC. It's just the fact that both right now both LSU and Bama are playing to prove like they deserve a spot. Uh-huh. That's why they're ranked one and two. Yeah. So, it'll be interesting to see how it plays. We'll talk about that in a sec. Another thing, another playoff team, Clemson. Clemson's really messing it up just because they don't play anyone. And Lawrence is out. Their defenses look solid, which to me that was. I hope so. That was their biggest question mark. They look fine on defense, but Trevor has struggled. Now they're still putting up points, but they're not. Most SEC defenses are better than ACC defenses. Uh, Yeah, for sure. So, it's just getting one of the Big Ten teams was out of the way, but the work's not done yet. We need someone else to lose. Whether, I mean, I think Oklahoma really does deserve a spot so far. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you can't keep them out. If they go undefeated and win the Big 12, they're in. They took care of the Texas game, arguably their biggest regular season roadblock. And so, I mean, whatever. We got a long time for it. It's just interesting to monitor the progress. Wisconsin losing was huge, though. Cause, yeah. Because I mean, Wisconsin can really ruin the Big 10 if they end up beating Ohio State at some point. And if Ohio State loses one to anyone else, and then, there's a one-loss team coming out of the Big 10, Alabama— yeah, or the LSU or the Alabama loser gets that all day long. Very easily, yeah. But, which is why all this is contingent on LSU just beating Auburn this week. So, LSU, please take care of business. Please. Yeah, we'll talk a little bit about that and give our predictions coming up here in a sec. Uh-huh. Staying back on last week, we had our upset picks. So, we went 0 for 3. A rough week for us. <laughs> we'll, we'll get him back next time, but if I'm going to lose, I'd rather you guys lose so I don't. Yeah. Drop too far in the standings. I mean, Mac took the bold pick of Carolina to go in two upsets in a row. Oof, they got Florida handled them. It uh-huh. was some interesting calls. Yeah. As a South Carolina fan, though. I don't, it was it was suspect. The way I look at it, Florida deserved to win the game. It should have been closer towards the end because of the calls. Because both calls directly led to touchdowns. Now, yeah. there was both calls worse both ways. But South Carolina's the bad calls against Carolina came at worse times. So. Exactly. And... Some of that, yes, it's officiating, but a lot of it is just luck. It just it yeah. happens. It's annoying. You kind of just got to deal with it. But it did. It definitely they affected the game in a major way, especially leading to scores yeah. like that. I mean, Florida definitely deserved to win, but I think it should have been closer down the stretch. Uh-huh. The score doesn't represent how the game was played. Exactly. And then what was um what was your upset? Pick? I had Oklahoma State over Baylor. Who Oklahoma State was up big at home. Uh-huh. Baylor. Came back in the end, so a little surprise there. Um, yeah, uh, uh, picking the home team in those lower ranked games is always a pretty. Yeah, it's a, it's. it's I mean, it's the best way to pick an upset. Oklahoma it's, State was favored. Yeah, it's to pick the teams where. I mean, Baylor proved that they're legit, I guess, but it's to pick the teams that still have that question mark next to their name in the rankings, and you got to make them prove it. And a lot of times they don't. Too. And you had. Oregon. At against Washington. Washington. And squeaked one out. Jacob Eason had a pretty good game. Threw for yeah. 300 yards. Oregon's starting to look better. Pac- the Pac-12, they just... 
I they're used falling it, behind, man. Well, I used it before they cannibalized themselves. Like, right now, their highest-ranked team is Oregon at 11. They cannibalized themselves almost. This is going to be a whack. It's not as bad anymore. It's not as bad anymore. But there was a time period when Mississippi State, Arkansas, Arkansas was Auburn was more, like, on the level of LSU, Alabama. Yeah. So it was just like, there's no way one of you guys makes it out of here good enough. And to... it was every year that it came down to Auburn, Bama, and the Iron Bowl to see who would, right. who would win it all. <laughs> and so, so the... On a much lower level scale, that's kind of the Pac-12 right now. Is they're just all in the same clump. You got some teams showing more promise than others. They're all ranked. <laughs> oh my gosh, they're all ranked in a certain clump. I mean, I'm just looking at it from this is from last week. Just because I'm looking at the games. I mean, as of last week, you had Oregon at 12, Utah at 13, Arizona State at 17, Washington mm-hmm. at 25. Just all in that like fifteen ish and just to just, like receiving votes for the poll range, so you can never really tell who's legit or not, and so it makes for some good upsets, but also it just like it cannibalizes the conference to where they just can't really they can't really do too much because nobody looks that good ever. And I just I don't know why I just picked up on this. I know I had it written down, but Wisconsin and Ohio State play each other this week. I didn't even realize that yeah. was this week. So. So they play each other. Wisconsin goes go to, Badgers, baby. They go to Ohio State, but oh, Wisconsin wins its game. They put themselves back into consideration for the playoff. They got you. Got a, a one loss Big Ten team is in consideration. Yeah, they are. They're in consideration. Not saying I that loss think, is gonna be brutal. It's though. a bad loss. Now Ohio State's loss will be better than Wisconsin's, but you look at head to head. You got to take Wisconsin. Yeah, you do. So when you look at and then also Wisconsin. Would be the team to end up in the, in the in the championship, in the oh, championship. Huh? Are they on different sides of the division? I don't. I, I don't even know. I'm so tired right now. Yeah, it's a late another late night for us, but uh, it's a late night. But it's not a normal late night where I'm like juiced up. I've had I've been. <laughs> we had a little situation go down. We're good. Yeah, the, all is fine. I'm. We're just a little. Well, so that was. But um. Okay, looking at the. Wisconsin and Ohio State are in separate divisions, so they could still. So they play could each still other. just play each other. Interesting. A little bit of that that game. Wisconsin, I would like to throw out there that Minnesota is actually four and zero in conference right now. Uh, they're still sit. I think they're, they're seven and zero. They are. They're undefeated. They have a really good receiver. There. He has like a. I see him with a one handed catch, like every week. Like, yeah. Mi- Minnesota, the coach Fleck, that dude from Western Michigan. Yeah, like, the boat. Yes, I didn't know if you, I wasn't gonna say that because no. I didn't know if you know. That, oh, I know it. Yeah, we're cultured. The row the boat guy in Minnesota. I mean, they really are. They're seven and zero. Yeah, interesting up there. Minnesota's our sleeper team. We're we're pulling for them. I agree. I would love to see Minnesota. Another similar team. What if Minnesota just goes undefeated, and wins the playoff? I mean, wins the Big Ten. I mean, they're obviously in. I mean, if yeah, if Minnesota <laughs> goes undefeated, and wins the Big Ten, they're definitely in. Yeah, they still they have to play. I mean, if you want to look at their schedule, I don't know who they. I mean, they're so not far. done. I'm looking at it. They haven't played a single ranked team. They only beat Georgia Southern by three, 35-32. <laughs> they beat they beat Illinois forty to seventeen, which um, Wisconsin proved that they couldn't do. Yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> and they have to play. They play Maryland this weekend. Then they have a bye week at Northwestern and then versus Wisconsin. So I think that's three losses right Yeah, there. I know. So but, maybe oh. they're better than we think. Maybe they do win all three. They're going to be an exciting team to monitor for sure, though. Yeah. Um, as we take a look at this new AP poll that ranked or came out, mm-hmm. Ohio State jumps Clemson to the three, three spot. We talked about Clemson struggles a bit earlier. 
Do you think mm-hmm. that's right? I mean, I think it's fair. With I agree. in terms of how Fields has been significantly outplaying Lawrence. I in my opinion, I argue that Oklahoma's ahead of Clemson too. I think it should go Bama, LSU, Ohio State, Oklahoma. From what we've seen, you can't really there's no there's no way to like from this year and no last year championship bias, which should, there shouldn't be. No. Every year is different. This year... Especially with all the transfers nowadays. Yeah. I mean, this year, Oklahoma has been better than Clemson. I agree with that. Well, I mean... Has for, Penn State been better than Clemson this year? You could very well You can argue. make the argument. Yeah. You, can, you can't make the argument that Florida has been better than Clemson. No. Once you start getting to losses, you have to... You have to respect the undefeated. Yeah. Because now you can't... Why, Minnesota's undefeated. Yeah, why strength of schedule does matter uh-huh. to a certain extent. You can't punish them. They they play their schedule. Like, when they scheduled A&M, maybe they thought it was going to be a bigger game. Because uh-huh. A&M hasn't looked great this year. But, I don't know, just something to keep an eye on going forward. Where, where does Clemson... I mean, they went out, they win the SEC, they're going to be in. Yeah. So that, it starts to create... That's where you start to... The one loss... SEC team and one loss Big Ten teams Mm -hmm. but let's move into this upcoming week we talked about the Wisconsin Ohio State game that's a big big as that one Uh Auburn LSU I guess I mean if Auburn wins this it's a yeah that's a big game a number nine a top ten match well did you see the Bama LSU game it's 332 yes that's which is just not so much better yeah Death Valley will still be jumping regardless suck that there's nothing better than a night game in college football a night game in Death Valley, yeah. especially. A night SEC game. An LSU-Alabama showdown, number one versus number two in Death Valley at 8 p.m. Oh, that gives me chills just thinking about it. That You cannot— no, It's in It's in Brian Dennis. Oh, dang Just it. want to throw dang it out it. there. Dang it. I got my hopes up. I remember I even looked at that. Still, it doesn't matter. I mean, you could argue Brian Denny is— No. You, there's an argument. Just no, saying. no, no. Don't even say it. I like that feeling more. I agree with you. Don't don't even say it. Brandon is up there with it. Don't even say it. I see a couple of potential upset picks for when we get into that a little later. Well, now, do you think before we move on? Do you think Auburn? If Auburn beats LSU, are they right? But then because they're in the SEC, they can just mess everything yeah. up with one win. I mean, but with them, you're gonna take every in consideration with a grain of salt because they have a matchup with Alabama coming up at the end of the year. I mean, at this point, you can say they're in consideration, but it's just like, it doesn't matter because to me, they're more playing the like Auburn controls their own destiny. Look, yeah, I mean, you, if they went out, they're in. Yeah, you've got enough. Although any of these teams we talk about, if they went out, they're in. I know, you, but part. but Auburn has enough meat on their schedule left. Like a lot of teams don't have the opportunities though, and if you already have a loss and don't have the opportunities, then like a Clemson, they lose one and they're screwed. It's very tough for them to get in. I agree. But they're screwed. But for someone like Auburn already with one loss, I mean, they, they've they got all the opportunities in the world ahead of them. You've got a road game at number two LSU. If they win that, are you kidding? They're right – I mean, they're right back in the conversation. You get a home matchup versus UGA, another chance for a quality win. Yeah. Obviously, they're struggling a little bit, but that's still a good football team. And then, I mean, it, none of this – the LSU and the Georgia game almost don't then, even matter because well, if they just beat Alabama at the end of the year, then there's your... And we talk about Alabama, LSU, and Auburn mm-hmm. coming out of the East for the playoffs or West for the playoffs. Georgia and Florida both still right in consideration to make the playoffs out of the SEC. Yes, because all this still revolves around who wins the SEC. Yeah. 
You gotta win your division and you gotta win the conference. I mean, the SEC winner is for sure in. It's the There's, sec. It's those the, two teams. The SEC winner could hypothetically have two losses, and if they somehow still won the SEC, like by if like if somehow Georgia and Florida, if they both had two lo- like I'm not saying it's likely. It's really late in the season. Yeah. But I'm just saying in theory, a two loss SEC champion of the SEC still probably gets in. Yeah, and then they're gonna have a good game. Whoever you beat in the SEC championship is nice. You still had to finish ahead of someone and have the head to head over someone in the conference. Well, victories. in Florida's case, they've lost to LSU, but not a bad loss. Uh-huh. Georgia lost South Carolina. It's a pretty bad loss. So yeah. Georgia's case is worse than Florida's. But mm-hmm. I mean, the SEC—that is the benefit of playing in the SEC. It's beauty and the curse. The curse is obviously that it's filthy sometimes, but the yeah. beauty is you've got all the opportunities in the world if you need them. And it'll be interesting to see. Now we look at the last bigger matchup of the week, um, Notre Dame, Michigan. Obviously, Michigan's we talked about earlier. They're struggling. They're pretty much out of consideration because I don't think they're winning the. They're not going to beat Ohio State, and right. they've already got two losses. So more of a historic matchup. But I think Notre Dame handles this one pretty easily. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's still two top twenty teams. Yeah, it's a good matchup. Yeah, no, they are. I mean, it's in the big house for a night game. It'll be popping. Yeah. It'd be interesting. I don't have the line in front of me. What? What's the? Let me get a little fact check on that because I kind of let's do some. Now, one thing as you're looking this up, uh-huh. game day is going to over these three matchups we talked about: Notre Dame, Michigan, Wisconsin, Ohio State, and LSU Auburn. Game day decided to go to North Dakota State, South Dakota State. Now they always do this once a year where they try and go somewhere kind of random. Not this week though. There's yeah, been other but, weeks to do that. Yeah, this week is just there's so many good matchups. You got to figure. You got to take one of them. Yeah. I mean, now I guess you could argue with LSU Florida there because it's in a day game too. Well, and you could argue with LSU uh, Auburn that they already went there for the LSU Florida game. They're uh-huh. going to go back for the LSU Bama game, so yeah. maybe lay off LSU a little bit. Uh-huh. But Ohio State. Um, Wisconsin. Now, Wisconsin wins. I think they definitely go there because it's a top five matchup, probably. Yeah. Or top six matchup. Uh-huh. But, I don't know. Just something interesting. Okay, right here. Uh-huh. The line for Auburn at LSU. LSU is an 11.5 point favorite. That seems awfully high. You think? Because LSU was just two touchdown favorites over... Um, Florida. Over Florida, and they covered... It's in Death Valley. It's in Death Valley. At 330. The magic of the night game. Actually, I think it's fair, actually. And I, I think they beat them by two touchdowns. I think it's fair. Okay, just because I'm going to go with whatever has been happening normally doesn't continue to happen. I'm going to say LSU still gets the win and still handles business, and I don't think it'll be – like, it could be a back-end score type thing. Yeah. But I, I think I think they're going to win this game by 10. Okay, that's fair. So you don't think they cover, but they win. I don't think they cover, but they win. And a 10-point win would be a pretty handily yeah, win. Yeah, exactly. I'm not playing it like, hey, this was a field goal win. This was a last-minute score win. I just think if they're going to give me 11.5, I'm going to take that 10. Yeah. I think it'll push that much. Um, Ohio State is a 14-point favorite at home versus Wisconsin. Interesting. Now, I th- actually, that's fair, I think. Just because now Wisconsin defense has been out. Obviously, mm-hmm. if you take out the Illinois game, they've been outstanding all year. And then Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, can't but for, can't it, forget. But Ohio State's offense has been electric all year. Yeah. So I agree. Ohio State could definitely run this up. But and especially it, you get into the weird psyche of how does Wisconsin respond from the Illinois loss? You know, do they just fall over and? I mean, well, nobody's gonna like fall over, but at the same time, nobody's also. 
it's obviously not thriving really like no. they're not clicking on all cylinders they don't have a lot of momentum and you saw georgia after their tough loss south carolina they came off an they didn't, ugly game they did now to their credit it was raining it wasn't uh-huh. great conditions but I mean, it wasn't a great win. Twenty-one nothing, tied at the half against. Yeah, Kentucky. but that it doesn't. It tied at the half. Yeah. To not even score, Easton so. threw for like thirty yards. From. From yeah, my bad. So, Georgia's yeah. quarterbacks running together. But as we get into this week, there's some good upset picks. So do you want to go ahead and roll into upset of the week? Let's do it. You go first. I'll give it to you. Let's go ahead and get the interest song going. Yeah. Of the week. There we go. Let's roll right into upset of the week. So to start off, we've got Max picks ready. So to start off with his upset of the week pick, he's taken TCU over number 15, Texas. Texas huh. is a one-point favorite. It is at TCU. Interesting pick. Mm-hmm. I, obviously, we can't speak for him, so we don't know exactly what his process was behind it, but I don't hate it. What I wonder what's going through his head sometimes, you know? It's like that TikTok. It's like, I wonder yeah. what's going through his head. With some of these upset picks, they're a little out there. This one isn't that crazy, though. No. I could see... It's something I could see myself picking. I've always had a weird like for... T- like, I don't, I'm not going to say love, but I've always had like a weird drawn to attraction to TCU. I have the same thing, but for Iowa State. Yeah. Like, it's just like... I don't. I mean, I don't root for them, but like, I'm like, oh, TCU's cool. Like, yeah. it's a cool college. Uh-huh. And I've been to TCU, too, when I went to Dallas uh-huh. um, last year. It was... um, It's really nice. Really? Yeah, it like... It perfectly combines, like, almost like, because it's a, obviously a Christian school. Yeah. It combines, like, a, almost like a small punch. It's, it's a nice place. It's as nice as you've imagined. Well, it. you know what? Good pick, Mac. We like it. Yeah. We support. Horn Frogs. That's, go... that's when I got that shirt, my Horn Frog shirt, you know? I think that's part oh, of the Oh, what reason. does it say? Fear the Frog. Yeah. Yeah, that shirt. Interesting. Okay. Horned Frog, horns down, according to Mac. Ha ha! That's probably Max thought. Mac would try and come up with a pun. Horn, horn frog, horned frogs, taking the horns down. Yeah. So interesting. All right, I'll go. Ahead. Do you want to go? Go ahead. All right, I'm taking. We just talked about it. Minnesota. I'm taking Maryland. No. Over Minnesota. No, Jake. It's you, in you Minnesota. can't Minnesota's do that. Seventeen point favorites. But you I'm gonna can't take do that. Over. I hate to do it. It was our team, but no, not not PJ Flex, not his Golden Gophers. Upset of the week. I've got a couple that I'm so nothing's been like snatched out from under uh-huh. me. You know, it's more of just the evaluation. I, I might pick that one mm-hmm. now that I look at that team's record. I'll go ahead and say it because nobody's going after. It. Yeah, I didn't realize they were that bad. There was nothing where I, was, I almost took South Alabama over App State. But I mean, is is nineteen over eight? Is that an upset? Um, is that an upset? I think it's too close. Eleven. It's, it's more the fact that Michigan. That it's nine. Okay, I mean we do favorites all the time, but whatever. Let me look at this one. I've got it down to two. Okay. You you can probably guess which two it is. Jesus. Cal's on a three-game losing streak. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I have it down to one more. And you, I mean, you definitely. In Mike Leach, we tr- over Oregon confirmed. So you're taking Oregon to win. No. Or lose. For- i to play with the whole vengeance of, like, grr, we lost last week. Time to get him back. 
right, let's move on to some NFL. We talked about college Yeah, football. let's just move on. I'm taking Washington State over fantasy. Ooh, time to pull up my fantasy team. I got a dub over the one of the best teams in the league. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm also one of the best teams in the league, so it was a... We have both league are three of the top four or five teams in the league. Yeah, which is... I mean, who's surprised? Mm-hmm. We talk sports as a hobby. We're going to be plugged in. Of course. So, Jake, tell me about your week. Yep, so I actually played fellow Bush League member, obviously not here, Mac. In a clash of the, what record? Six and one? Yeah, five or and one. Or five and one at the so time. I took... some, somebody was going to end up being six and one. Yep, so Mac is now in sole possession of first place. He's no longer tied with me and Wyatt because Sutch took on Wyatt. Mac mm-hmm. took down me. Mac won by about ten points. Neither of us had a great game. Yeah. A little, it was a slow week overall in the NFL. Uh-huh. But, so, if I... I was missing James Conner, Devontae Adams. I like I played Mac again in second to last or last week, so looking to get a little revenge there. But give uh-huh. Mac props, took me down. What can you do? So I dropped to five and two. I'm sitting at fifth in the league now. Mm-hmm. I'm only six point four points forward behind Lucas, who's at four. So you're right there. I should be able to get over the hump and jump back into the top four. Yeah. So I um I got a big dub. I was playing Wyatt, who was a five and one team, mm-hmm. yeah. Who was another five and one team? Who heck, um, who drafted? Who had the worst draft of all time? Yeah, and we Here's Longo, our fantasy commissioner, where we reviewed the draft. Half of it probably is us just making fun of Wyatt's draft. Well, Wyatt has a good team, and that's just how fantasy is. It's like when your nine year old little girl cousin is the one who wins the March Madness bracket because she picks it based off mascots. <laughs> this is the equivalent of Wyatt. Being doing this well in our fantasy league, but it happens. I was leading 128 to 99 going into Monday Night Football, Mm -hmm. and he had the Patriots defense. And so I had to hope they just didn't drop a 30 bomb, and they scored 23. Yeah. And they also had a touchdown called back. Yeah, it was close. (laughs) I was. But almost if I lost, it was the type of loss where I I really wouldn't have been mad. I would have just sat back and I would have said, fantasy football sucks. Just the way the cookie crumbles. Yeah, like that would have been the biggest tease, having a 30-point lead with a, obviously the best defense in the league, fantasy-wise, left. But, jeez, what a sucky way to lose a fantasy football game with a defense dropping a 30-bomb on you. Yeah. But thank goodness they didn't. I prevailed. I did. We actually both of us scored the league highs. Yeah, it was like, a very slow week if you look at a lot of other teams. We had some bad weeks from some people. Yeah, so I still put up a... I mean, like I said, 129. I'm leading points scored, even though I'm still in prob. I guess I'm in second, technically, because I have the most points scored for a team tied for second. Yeah, you that put you at second. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I've I've scored a lot more points than Mac. Once again, it's how the cookie crumbles. His win in week two over No, me. you're actually third. You're still how? behind Wyatt. I just beat Wyatt. It's because of Wyatt's leading his division. That is so head-to-head, but because we're in a random division. Yeah. Just where the cookie crumbles. Oh my! Wyatt and Lucas are all five and two. I guess it doesn't really matter in the playoffs because I'll still play who's second. I'll still play Wyatt. Yeah. Or Mac, depending on who it is. I'll still play who's second. Yeah. It would. It, it's. It's not keeping me from moving from second to first. No. Because that would suck. It's keeping me from moving. Third to second. Which there's no penalty for being. Yeah, we're good. So Sorry, if you look guys. at that, like I just said, me, Wyatt, Lucas, and are all five and two. Mm-hmm. Mac is six and one, but after that, the next team is still two games behind us at three and four. So, we've got some room. 
so there is a you have a loss to give and still be really mm. in contention. Yeah. So that's something something to keep an eye on. Uh, I don't play. Looking at my schedule, I do play Wyatt again. As you with Wyatt with Mac, so I have a I do have a tough schedule coming down the road. So I got to pick up some wins here. Mm-hmm. I could have pulled out a win. So mm-hmm. it is what it is. But we'll bounce back. And then I have a matchup with. Uh, and then I follow up with Pierce. Wish I played Will Eels again. He sucks. I mean, Kay's one of my losses. He also lost carry on today. Oh yeah. We talked about as we get into some NFL news. He, some knee surgery. It wasn't a tear. I don't mm-hmm. think. I may be wrong, but some surgery where he's gonna be put on the IR. They're hoping to have him back by the end of the season. But for fantasy, unless you make playoffs, I think he's done for your season. Which sucks. Yeah. That that's a tough blow. Because that's your RB two. That's what I was about to say. That's third a, or fourth round pick. Yeah, that's a fringe. I mean, if you're struggling as a, with running backs to the team, it could potentially be your RB1. I mean, I hope he's not your RB1. Yeah, that'd be a tough RB1. But still, I mean, that's a, that's a starting running back for anyone for the most part. Yeah. A worst case of flex scenario that you're losing. So If he's at your flex, though, you're obviously doing fine. Exactly. And so he, um, that that's tough. That's a tough loss for sure. Yeah, another big loss. Obviously the biggest. Could it be a bit of the Madden curse? It thinking? is. It's it's starting to like turn into the fact where like it's. I also saw that. Yeah, that was crazy. I mean, it was, it was a lot. It's another player that's gonna hurt. One, it hurts the Chiefs because they're obviously they're not blowing people away like they did last year. Yeah, they. When somebody has a good season, you know, people who make predictions the following year, they can go one of two ways. They can either be, the like completely ride the wave, you know, and be like, yeah. oh my god, Chiefs are the best in this scenario. Chiefs are the best team I've ever seen. I can't wait for year two. Or there's the negative sophomore slump people, you know? Like, oh, they're going to come back to earth a little bit. And those people aren't fun sometimes. Yeah. But they're they're right a lot. And in this case with the Chiefs, they're right. They're they're not quite what they were last year. No, they are. Um, from a fantasy perspective, obviously this hurts a lot of teams because you have people taking them upwards of second or third round for a quarterback. Oh, I know. So who? That's a costly pick to just lose. If you lose. look at the like, obviously, you can't look at our waiver wire in particular. But if you look at who are some quarterbacks, because I was just I was just being the fantasy guy, and I was looking yeah, the fantasy guru. Now I was looking like guys like a Kirk Cousins. I think is a great option. He's uh-huh. caught heat a little bit as of late. So I think that's a good option. I mean, you could go Teddy Bridgewater. Uh-huh. If Jacoby Brissett's still available, take him. Yeah, there are options. Speaking of fantasy options, do you want to go into a little bit of stardom sit Let's go ahead and do it. Okay, you lead us off. Tell us about some some players, some key guys who you're high on and not high on. Yeah, so I get, I've got Max lined up here. We're going to uh-huh. read them off. Oh, yeah, because we, you know, being the heady... Yeah. Podcast owners we are. We we want, we're European. Unfortunately, we can't put him on the call, but he's talking to me right now. Bush League with a European flavor. Go with Kenny Galladay, who was uh, playing the Giants. I agree with that pick. I think it's a good pick. Mm-hmm. And then he ended up uh-huh. having a good week. So Max going to say, send him again. But for my, I guess I'll stay with... Stay with what? Um, with my stardom pick, I'm going to take... I've got two I'm debating on. Okay, take your time. Well, you don't you don't want to rush a good starter cinema. Anything you put out on the Instagram has the potential to be uh, criticized heavily. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna take Juju. 
Okay. He, people have been against him. He's had a slower year, but uh-huh. he plays against Miami, and I think he's going to Monday night have a good good week. Okay. And with my sit I'm going to go – I did Austin Eckler in the same type of fashion where I know if you're a fantasy manager, you don't want to sit this guy, mm-hmm. but it's getting to the point where he's been so bad you have to. Yeah. I know he's, he's in a lot of people's cases. He's their first or second-round pick, but uh-huh. you've got to sit Joe Mixon. Yeah, he's just not. He, the, he hasn't produced. He hasn't done anything all year. If mm-hmm. you look at last week, ten carries for two yards. Oh, efficient. Now he had a touchdown. So, but when you look at his stats, he has six point eight. Uh-huh. But with a touchdown, that means he had eighty eight yards. Yeah, bad. That's bad. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's tragic. And obviously, there's a catch. I guess it's a catch for three yards too. Yeah, because I mean, he had two yards. It's a catch for three yards, a two-yard rush. I mean, McCaffrey does that in three play. 11.4. Those are only two double-digit. Everything else. And he was drafted as, like, in some leagues. First. Luke took him with the turnaround pick at 13. Uh-huh. So. That's a costly pick right there. He's, so, that's who I'm sitting this week. So, um, For my stardom, I'm at York Giants. Mm-hmm. So, now that Carrion's out, I know he's not a big name. Um exited late on sunday's game but he's a rookie six round draft pick ty johnson had 10 carries for 29 yards so nothing crazy there Mm -hmm. but did add four receptions for 28 yards and he's going to get a lot of work this week yeah and you love the upside with he's proved he can catch the ball Uh uh-huh now i'm not sure what the situation in the game if they were down big Uh and maybe they're throwing the ball more that's why the carries weren't there but he's going to get more volume on the carries so Uh uh-huh and then i my sit this week, I'm going to go with Greg Olson. Okay. So they're playing a tough France- San Francisco defense. Very tough. You really don't want to play around with them, especially when it's not a key guy. With McCaffrey, I'm, I'm, I'm obviously still playing yeah, McCaffrey. Yeah, you can't sit McCaffrey. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to roll it. Roll yeah. McCaffrey. Someone like Greg Olson, though, if you have a better option at tight end, Which there are- thing with that offense – against the 49ers this week yeah i guess that'll wrap us up with football uh-huh. we do want to before we jump into some segments it's time baby college basketball practices have started yeah the shoes are squeaking the balls are bouncing oh there it is the nets are a squishing let's go now i am very adamant that i am not an nba fan i don't like it uh-huh. i don't really have a great reason i just don't like it but uh-huh. i love college basketball college basketball with the I mean, obviously, the, it ends in March Madness, which is the greatest postseason uh-huh. tournament in sports. Agreed. Not necessarily it determining the best team, but in terms of... Just pure fun. Just pure fun. It's awesome. Pure viewership. It's crazy that in a sport this important and significant to like American sports fans, that they decided to make the championship of the whole thing a 64-team crapshoot. But it's awesome. But they really did, and it's awesome. It's so fun. They make so much money off of it, obviously. It's crazy... Bracketology is the best. And it starts now, though. It starts in this poll was released October 21st. Michigan State is the consensus number one team from pr- pretty much anywhere. Yeah. But key to note, though, they're um, one of their forwards. They're returning Cassius Winston, mm-hmm. who is the. Gonna be. I mean, he's. Very a, good chance of being played of the year. Yeah. Like, someone like him, he looks like a black mom sometimes, you know, like on. Like I can just see him with a like a black mom with a bandana, like okay. coming in carrying groceries or something. That's he's just always the got the headband. Yeah, the vibe he gives me. But um, no, okay. So uh, January with the foot injury. 
He also missed 26 games last year. I know. When they were finally going to get him back. I Honestly, they're so good. I don't know if it's the type thing. They, I would still drop them to two. No. But obviously no guarantees that anyone wins March Madness just because of the nature of the tournament. But for with him fully healthy and playing a full season, the gap between one and two is really big. Yeah. With him not there, it gets a lot more interesting. Yeah, no, I don't think there's any huge surprises on the rankings. I mean, you, you've got your usuals at the top. Michigan State, Kentucky, obviously... Yeah. Guess Kentucky's young, like no surprise. Like a lot now of you've freshmen. got Carolina, Villanova, Virginia at nine through eleven. Uh-huh. One, I would like to note Louisville at five. They're going to be very, very good. They've got a lot of people coming back. Chris Mack is loaded up recruit wise. Uh-huh. Like they're they're gonna they're gonna be as good as they've been in a while. Florida at six. I think Florida's another very solid team. Yeah, they and they got the big transfer from Virginia Tech, Kerry well, Blackshear. Yeah. I mean, he's a projected SEC Player of the Year. So yeah. to be able to pick up a guy like that on the transfer market, that's huge. Taking advantage of the grad transfer option like Quran. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, I don't know. There's just nothing like basketball with it being cold outside and the atmosphere of some. Uh, now I'm a Purdue fan. I know mm-hmm. I usually South Carolina fan for football, but my mom. They Purdue. love their basketball too. The awesome. Mackie packs it out every. Now it's gonna be. It's a little disappointing this year uh, yeah. without being able to watch. Like just knowing that I could watch a Purdue game. And I could just watch Carson Edwards lighted up every night. It was so much fun. Unbelievable. I, I didn't – he's one of the players that I wish I could have watched more of. But, like – I watched every game last year. It's yeah. so much fun to watch. Yeah. <laughs> like, I know you you were sending me clips the other day of him. I was re-watching that Virginia game. Yeah, you are watching his Virginia game, which he went off. And kind of – that kind of the first – he was yeah. in player of the year contention all year. Yeah. But, like, just being able to watch him every – Oh, like, bashful in how he shoots it. He's like – I don't care who you are. I don't care. I don't. To me, when I think of college basketball, I think obviously I think of Purdue just because that's my team who right. I root for. But there's student mm-hmm. section, and you're sitting all warm in your couch, and there's just some. I don't know. There's something about there's watching it. And obviously, other than the sport itself, just I love the basketball environment so much. Yeah. Like, just in terms of, like I get chills thinking about even just the high school season. I mean, at a Division One high major college level, it's the same thing. It's just. It's it being cold outside. Everyone's wearing. We're about to get a little, like, vivid imagery uh-huh. here. Okay, like I'm we're just, giving you guys some good imagery. Yeah, I'm gonna paint a picture. It's cold outside. You're wearing sweatshirt, a sweatpants. Most people have on either hoods or beanies. Close your eyes and think about it. Yeah, think about it. The crisp air is hitting you. The wind's blowing. It's cold. Depending on where you are, not really for us. There's no snow down here, uh-huh. but it's freezing, and you want to get inside. Yeah. You rush to the lights of the gym. There's a line out the door for a packed high school scene. You walk in. The student it, sections. Student section. Drake is blasting on the speakers. Like, it's just, it's such a vibe. Like It really, I don't. It's such an energy. And in the same way, college basketball, it has that same feeling, just on a bigger scale. It's like. I don't know. And it's. The conferences are so competitive. The rivalries. It's just fun to watch. It's awesome. Whereas the NBA to me just gets boring. It's so passionate. It's just, ugh. Yeah. It's I'm back. Excited. It's back. Um, I would like to throw out there a couple of really, really good mid-majors in the rankings this year. Uh-huh. So I'm not really counting Gonzaga as a mid-major. And honestly, Memphis either because those are such... No, Memphis is going to be good this Memphis year. is going to be really good. I mean, with the talent they have, they're still... Talent-wise, they're not the they're ranked 14th. They're not the 14th most talented team in the country. Mm-hmm. They're like the third most talented team. But they're really, really, really young. Penny Hardaway hasn't 
really like established himself as the coach yet. Yeah. So they have the most potential out of any. I mean, they're ridiculously talented. I don't know if you've seen this. Just I won't point this out. Obviously, we'll talk about it more as it gets closer. But no- November fifth, opening night. Have you seen the matchups we have? Yeah, it's one versus two and three versus four, yeah. right? Crazy. Michigan, Michigan State, State, Kentucky. Uh huh. And then Kansas versus Duke. Yeah, it doesn't get better than that. I know. Well, the one thing though, I actually, I think that those games are a little overrated personally, because they're neutral site. Uh huh. And part of the feeling of a big game I was gonna get it's when you it's when you have the other games you know it's like the comparison thing so when college basketball comes you like you don't have perspective on how good the teams really are yet and the difference between a being on a neutral site where you get more of an NBA feel yeah versus at home with a good student section yeah, being like, loud there's a big difference yeah like I'd rather watch Michigan State play Kentucky I'd rather watch that in Rupp Arena with a ton of blue in the crowd, and anytime Kentucky does anything halfway good, the place erupts. Yeah. And Michigan State is just getting booed at everything they do. It's Kansas Duke, man. I'd rather watch that game at Cameron Indoor than just some NBA arena. Yeah. No, I agree. So, and also when I watch it, it's the first time you've seen these teams, so nothing is really like you're just evaluating so much, and it's not more of like it's just the, all based off expectations. Exactly. It's but it's different when you get those games in like January and it's like I'm familiar with you, I'm familiar with you, I've been waiting on you to play this whole time and it's finally here. So as exciting as those are and it's a great way to start the season, I do think it's slightly overrated. Yeah. It is the same principle I guess goes for those like opening tournaments. Now I think the first real Mm-hmm. big games to start the year that are fun to watch are those the conference challenges where you got yeah big it, 10 like, yes. big 10 uh acc, ACC. sec big 12 mm-hmm. yeah those are always good to watch because they're always out of team in mm-hmm. their non-conference so you don't see it yeah. too often but they're fun to watch and just because i like watching games on espn the best probably i love the good like monday night big 12 games big mondays you know isn't there i thought it was tuesday night am i i may be wrong they, they i mean they they, on, they, yeah. they do them every night but it's like those big Mondays. Oh, yeah. Like, there, there's so many. College basketball is awesome. It is. The other mid-majors I want to point out, St. Mary's is ranked 20th going into the season. Mm-hmm. Interesting. West Coast Conference in the same conference as Gonzaga. But I thought that was really, really high. It's exciting. And then VCU, a notoriously successful mid-major, 25th. There are a lot of them receiving votes. Washington's just outside. Colorado, Tennessee. Colorado's my sleeper team this year. Okay. They've got a really good point guard in the Pac-12, McKinley Wright. Preseason right. potential can't, conference player of the year. Can't say I know who it is. He, he's phenomenal. He's one of the guys that you could see in one of those late night games hooping. Yeah. You're going you're gonna to want to check out McKinley Wright the fourth this year. Okay. I guess since you took a sleeper team, I got. I have to take a sleeper team. Oh, um, I didn't see. I just kind of did mine out of... That was not planned. I just I saw him on the receiving votes, and I wanted to point out how high I was on him. Hmm. All right, I'm gonna take one just because I have to. Okay. Uh, let's see. Okay. Mm. Take your time. I didn't mean to like put you on the spot like that. Nah, I okay. just I feel like I got to. I have to. You want to join in? Yeah, I, I want to join in. Uh, I want to say Memphis, but I feel like it's too mainstream. I just feel like the average person isn't going to know how talented Memphis is coming into this year. I mean, they have James Wiseman. Or they uh, have like top, it's like four or five top 20 recruits. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Something crazy like that where they've got their, what's his, the coach's name? Penny Hardaway. Yeah. Where he's got, he actually draws. Memphis draw, legend. He draws some attention just yeah. from 
his status at Memphis and in the pros, but uh-huh. I guess I don't know. Just so- yeah, it's they're the type of team that's so talented, but they still potentially could not be getting the respect they deserve. Yeah, because the average college basketball fan isn't gonna know who they are. I don't think until it gets into five or six games mm-hmm. in a year when people start seeing the talent that they have. Yeah, I mean, James James Wiseman's phenomenal. It'll be interesting to see, though. I'm excited. Of I mean, course we are. When you look at it, it's just a lower scale what Duke had last year. Yeah, with, but, but not with Coach K. Exactly. Yes. Um, and, that, I, and that makes a lot of a difference in the does. program and stuff. So that's where that's coming from. But we'll see. I mean, even just talking about, obviously, as a podcast, we started in, like, July, maybe, August. Yeah, I think it was early July, July fifteenth, maybe. Yeah, that's that does sound right. That, that's that's exactly right around that time. Yeah, is a podcast that we started in like in the summer. This is our first basketball season. Yeah, you know? and it was so dry when we started it. And right now, sports are just. This is, in my opinion, although you gotta love the time March Madness and when baseball comes back. This right mm-hmm. now, we have the World Series, NFL, college football in full swing, and what, basketball. What else starting. could you ask for? Yeah, it's everything. What else could you ask for? You can't. Yeah, it's a great time of year. Yeah, it is. Plus, great, great time to run a sports podcast. It is. So let's go ahead and move into some segments, get away from the sports, mm-hmm. but to keep it balanced here. Keep it lighthearted. Now, we do stick with our food mm-hmm. on Over Under. We're sticking with it again. We got candy. Uh, candy, baby. I'm surprised we haven't already done this one. No. Ma- let's go ahead and get Max in. Yeah, so we're going to go ahead and read you Max. Let's do Max overrated. I'm back live from Monaco, where he's at now. Mykonos? Monaco. Okay. It's at the Monte Carlo Casino. He sent me a picture of there. Uh-huh. So his overrated candy, uh-huh. very specific, pink Starburst. Now, that's usually like the consensus best Starburst. I don't... He These are hard because he kind of has to defend himself because I love pink Starburst. Yeah, I also love them. I, I mean, I like other... I don't know. It's tough to. We're not gonna analyze them. If if any of you guys really have a really want to pick them, a pick hot on take. Them, I mean, we'll see what you guys say in the comments. The yeah, just go at him. He wasn't here. Um, what's his under? Sour Patch Watermelon. That's fair. I like that one. I do too. Sour Patch Watermelon is a good. I mean, I think it's underrated. Not in the fact that not enough people like it, but not enough people know about it because it's not like it's just a mainstream. Like it's an yeah. it's an off brand a little bit. I agree with that. But it, no, it's it, those are really good. Um, I'm just gonna go ahead and knock out my over and my under if you don't mind. My overrated is M and M's. Okay. So I think M and M's are they're like a staple in the candy world, but they're they're just really not that good. Like it's they're always a little warm. I agree. It's, it's like they're just. I mean, they're like a good topping on ice cream like they can they can do some other stuff they're good in cookies i like them i mean but the, i agree that who eats m&m by themselves though the, yeah like i can't tell you the last time i had a nice thing of m&ms yeah it's just like what and then my underrated is butterfingers okay great. I, I love, love butterfingers yeah I, i'm a big peanut butter person okay so anytime i can i mean obviously my favorite candy is reese's yeah but that's appropriately rated that's very for, yeah so Butterfinger was a way I thought I could sneak some peanut butter in there. So that's my overrated. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and do my overrated. I got Skittles on the list. Fair, fair. Just something. They're good, but uh-huh. they're very average. They're like the they're like the M and M's with some pop. Yeah, where everyone replace the of, chocolate for some pop. And everyone agrees that they're very good, kind of around the around the candy world, if you will. Uh, yeah, the but, candy scene. <laughs> I don't know. They stick to your teeth when you 
like chew them. Uh huh. Just not a great experience. Okay. Now I'm getting very specific on this one, and it has to be this type of way. My underrated is cold Snickers. Okay. I've if had that. Ever, like, if you ever had a times. cold Snickers I've had it, like, out of the fridge. fridge, yeah, like once probably. I don't know why it's. If you've played baseball, uh-huh. they always have an exception oh, stand where yeah. I come off a, uh-huh. in between a doubleheader, I get a cold Snickers, and it hits different. It's good. <laughs> so that's my pick. Okay. Now, I'm sure, I'm not sure how many people will be able to agree with me, but like I uh-huh. know baseball players, they'll agree with me. Yeah, you just got to be confident in your own pick and just roll with it. Yeah. So before we get into big three, I do want to give a quick update. The Nats took game one of the World Series. 5-4 <sighs> Nationals. Uh-huh. It's Garrett Cole's first loss. Since May twenty second. That's a long time ago. A very long time ago. Especially in baseball because they play so much. They do play a lot. Um, also, update: the Clippers use a big second quarter. They're up sixty two over fifty four on the Lakers at halftime. LeBron LeBron has fourteen four and four. So respectable, not outstanding, but I mean pretty pretty good. Anthony Davis has eighteen four and two. So pretty much the same stat yeah, line. Very similar. Um, Rondo, I don't even, Rondo hasn't even played. Kuz hasn't even played. Caruso hasn't even played. They've still got some injuries going on. I don't exactly know who's hurt. Yeah. My brain also isn't working. I was we're, past, we're, it's, it's past midnight. We're, we're getting pretty yeah. late. We were grinding tonight, though. We were. We got a lot of good stuff done. We, we had to do tonight a lot of, like, off-the-air stuff, if yeah. you will. We kind of had to catch up a little bit. We get behind. It happens. We were just doing some more of the... The technicalities. Yeah, obviously. as we slow down, we kind of hit interviews hard for a few weeks. We're slowing back down. We're gonna get into some more. Obviously, we announced the merch is coming out. Uh-huh. We can't. We don't want to give a specific date yet, but check out our Instagram if you're listening to this now. And there's there's a good chance it'll be out on there. I don't want to say for sure. We're not gonna uh-huh. name prices, but just maybe a t-shirt or two. That's what we're gonna be posting. So, um, in 16 minutes, which is like a quarter and four minutes, yeah. right, of the half, Kawhi has 20 points, three boards, three assists. Off to a little hot start. Very impressive. Lou Williams Doesn't has 13. Shout out to Lou from Atlanta. Yep. Lou Willville, South Gwinnett. Okay, that's your sports update. Yeah, just we want to throw that in there. So, Nats beat the Astros. They're up 1-0 in the World Series. Clippers and... got the halftime lead. Yep. All right, big three. We have our big three of shoes. Just shoes. Take it how you wish. Yep. Shoes. You take it anywhere. So I mean, I took it. Did you take it literal shoes? Mine are all three okay, literal I shoes. Like, I was thinking, could you go anywhere? The only one that popped in my head was horseshoes. You could say horseshoes, <laughs> I guess. Snowshoes. Yeah, I mean but that's you, still literal shoes. Yeah, you shoes you lose. I, don't, I haven't heard that said. All right, since <laughs> Mac is not here, he gave us his top five. He it's ranked still, him though, so that'll go in order with his pick. Now he's going third because he's not here. Yeah, tough luck on him. He's not here though. And we'll rock paper scissors yep. right now. One, not best yep, three. Agreed. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. All right, I'm taking first pick. I lost. I played paper. He played scissors. There you go. I win. All right, first pick. I know Mac also likes this one. He's going to say I took it from him, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. It's a classic shoe. Old school Vans, the low top look. Uh-huh. It's just a classic look. You got to love it. Okay. Just, I don't know. I like it. Yeah. It looks good with anything. Jeans. Yeah. You can, even with the pair of like athletic shorts, you can, it looks fine. So mm-hmm. that's my pick. I'm going to go slides okay not flip-flops but slides okay like the distinct difference you yeah know. slides you. classic casual shoe casual shoe can't okay. go wrong mac from mykonos 
What are you doing for us, Mac? His first overall pick is going to be the Nike Air Max 90. Oh, my gosh. Take one from you? I mean, kind of. I didn't pick a specific. Did you do Air Max? I did Air Max. Okay. So I yeah, Mac is very specific. That's I'm, annoying. Mine are way broader than his. Jeez, that's annoying. So, but we're going to, we got to get him just Air Max overall. Yeah. Just because we yeah. both went very broad. Yeah. So Mac took your pick. Took Air Max. Second pick, Mac has Adidas Ultra Boost Uncaged Parleys. What the heck? So we're gonna Ultra give him. Boost? We're gonna give him Ultra Boost. I don't have it written down either. So yeah. Mac with his turnaround picks, uh-huh. first and second round, he's going Nike Air Max and Adidas Ultra Boost. Jeez, what a clout chaser! Very specific. Um, so I could do one of two things here. I could keep it really, really mainstream and try to compete in this big three. But since Mac just wants to go with all the mainstream ones that sell for the most money, yeah. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna get, I'm gonna do a sensible pick here, and then I'm gonna swing back for a stupid one. All right. Because I kind of feel like doing a stupid one tonight. Okay. So I'm gonna take Yeezys. Oh, that was my next pick. Okay, I'm gonna take, take Ye- I'm gonna take Yeezys. Around here, just a, a clout chasing shoe. Hey, they are good looking shoes. They do look good. They look good. They're another one where you can dress them up. Or... You can put them with khakis. You can put them with jeans. Yeah. You can put them with joggers, shorts, um, bathing suit. I don't know. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of good options. All right, kind of threw me. I didn't think you were gonna take it. Yeah. Okay. So my next pick is going to be Nike Free Runs. <laughs> just a classic look. I um, like the all white look. Yeah. They're just a good. To me, they're a good summer shoe that you just throw on when you're running uh-huh. out. You don't have to like necessarily keep them too nice, but yeah. just a good pick. And then my running it back for my uh, – I was going to take Yeezys, but I'm going to go – I'm going to go just a nice pair of loafers. <laughs> just a nice classic. Just Like the boat shoes kind of? Yeah, but like a little more – I don't know how to just describe them. Not like Sperry's, yeah. but just a nicer-looking loafers. But you can also like – I have a pair of loafers uh, – are used to have a pair of loafers. loafers. is an epic name for a shoe. Loafers, like, uh, what do you call them? Just, slippers. That's yeah. what I'm trying to get at. Just, so it just sounds comfortable. So that's what I'm taking, loafers. Just clap a little. Mm-hmm. I pick, I forget to pick two athletic shoes. I'll go back down to a... So what do I have? Shirt. I have um, slides and Yeezys. Yeah. Hmm. What do I go with here? What do I go with? No, I guarantee you're not going to take Max picks. I know. I know. I didn't want to go... I don't feel like going stupid. Let me just go ahead and say, I was going to pick bowling shoes. Just classic. Just, it's one of... Uh-huh. I don't... It's one of those things where they are so stupid. Like, they... And they don't have a point. Yeah. Like, you can bowl perfectly fine on a regular pair of tennis shoes. Yeah, for that reason... Uh, you know, can I get tricked into doing that? I'm either taking bowling shoes or the ones we talked about earlier. The iconic ones that I brought to protect on me. Yeah. It's your pick. I'm going to take the Roshi runs. I got there. I like it. The Ro- Roshi runs, just, if you've ever had a pair of Roshi runs, then you need to text me, call me, message me, and I want you to say thank you. Because the reason you have Roshi runs and wore them successfully is because I did it first. Mm-hmm. And I brought them to this area. I pulled them off when no one else had the courage to do so. Yeah, I mean, I cannot confirm or deny this, but... No, it's facts. I know the exact pair. Sut wore a pair of Roshis a year before the trend came in. Yeah, and everyone gave me crap. Everyone said, those are ugly shoes. Those are too basic. Why is the sole so white and so big? (laughs) All common critiques for Roshi runs. 
but a year later, everybody's wearing Roshi Run. So I, I'm like the, hmm, I'm in my Bill Walton bag right now. Like I feel like I could say something really stupid right here, but I want to get this down. I'm like the, I am the Christopher Columbus of Roshi Runs. Interesting. Quote me on that. I dare you for the Instagram. I will. I am the Christopher Columbus of Roshi Runs. Very fair. I like that quote. All right. And now we need to make a shirt that says, it's like, Christopher Columbus and some Roshi Runs. <laughs> You're going to be the only one that wants to wear that. Shirt idea. Christopher Columbus running through the mountains and some Roshis. Interesting. <laughs> I don't know if that'll. I don't know if we'll be able to hit the how many bars we'll have, but let me okay. see. Okay. All right. Max, last pick is the New Balance five seven fours. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I don't so really, specific. I don't particularly love them. I know. Don't give them all of New Balance. Give them New Balance five seven four. Yeah. Actually, no. Please give them the specific ones of every kind. That'd be so funny if Where we just ours, do. Ours are all ours broad. are general, and he goes New Balance. Do it. You have okay, to. Okay, we'll do it. That's fair. <laughs> And then, I guess... What did he say? Yeezy, Ultra Boost, Aid, um, Compact. So he had Nike Airbax 90. And then he had Adidas <laughs> Ultra Boost Uncaged Parleys. Uncaged Parleys? Which I know exactly what she's just talking about. And they are cool, what? but very specific. Adidas Ultra Boost Uncaged? Parley. That's so specific. Yeah, I went more like I was just kind of naming it like a line almost. Okay, I see the shoe. I know what he's talking about. I think Lucas has these. Lucas does have a pair of those. But like uncaged parley, like uh. yes, yeah, very specific. What's a parley? Okay, what? so the parley line they have they don't come in all uncaged. It's What's an re- uncaged? So uncaged is when it's tighter up top. Oh, okay. If you look up the difference, the parley is a specific line. They're all like light blue kind of material, maybe like a tealish. Oh, it's but, like color kind. Yeah, of? and it's their um, they're all made from recycled trash from the oceans or something so that's the kind of the that's where they got it from uh-huh. uh, Mac had an honorable mention as the Ugg Ascot Slippers <laughs> another very specific I know what you're talking about what if in the big three charts we did like a like almost the AP poll how they do the rankings and they do like receiving votes at the bottom like what if we is that too much that might be too much I mean usually I try to put them in the draft order so people kind of know uh-huh. but my honorable mention, which I thought of it as soon as it said Roshi's, and I wish I would have taken over loafers, but the Reebok Zigs. Oh, the Zig Tags. Yeah, classic, just classic Dance. elementary school fad. I talk fad. about those a lot. I should have brought that up. Which, I don't know why I didn't think of them, but yeah, it's okay. Whatever, that was a missed opportunity. I also have Jordan 11s on there. I just thought of my most iconic Jordan. Yeah, Jordan 1s would be up there too. Yeah, but I took the list. You could have gone a lot of different ways. There's a lot of shoes up there. Episode 15. Yeah, but that'll wrap us up. That's a wrap. You know, going into this episode without Mac, I didn't think we were going to be able to... I, I knew we were... It, the episode was going to be fine, but I didn't think we were going to make a long episode. Right now, we're pushing a little over an hour. No interview. Yeah, no interview, a little over an hour. So, pretty solid episode. No interview, not for long, though, because I promise we've got... We've got three lined up. We've got three lined up that we really, really like. So... We'll, I think we'll make some good ones. We, One of them could have some interesting news by the time we get them on. Yes. Yeah. Breaking news, possibly. Um, within two weeks, we'll have an interview for guys. I think that's fair to say. Yeah. And then also, we're, we're, like, we have shirts. Yeah. So. They're coming out tomorrow. Yeah, so. Hopefully. If you've made it to this point in the episode. Actually, You're a real one. Here, we're going to put out a little challenge just to see. And this could fail epically. Yeah. Because there's a chance that none of our listeners even get to this point. Uh-huh. We'll see. Yeah. 
if you get to this point in the episode, comment on our Instagram post with the um do the purple devil emoji. Do the purple grinning devil emoji on our posts announcing the merchandise. No, do it on the episode post. That we yes. when we release this episode, yeah, it'll say episode fifteen. Episode as we, fifteen, go to the comments and comment the purple grinning devil emoji. Yes. But tomorrow, hopefully it'll probably be a few hours after this episode releases. We're hoping to drop some merch. It's gonna be probably one or two shirts max. I'm really excited to see if anyone is even listening at this point. I am too. Because there's a real chance after we finish the last segment and we even start to wrap it up that everyone's like, "Oh, that's done." Yeah. So if you're if you're still listening even now, you're a real one. <laughs> so what we need to do now, and if you're listening now, you're just gonna get all the cheats for the episodes. So it, let's um. I think every episode you have to have a different emoji where people go comment. Yeah, so we're gonna sneak it in at different points. And we'll start giving shout outs if. And and we might do it right before segments sometime. Like we can mix it up. Yeah. And we'll start giving shout outs um to people who to people who are so listening. So we'll say it again. The secret emoji is the purple grinning devil. And if you don't know what this is, then you have zero. You've yeah. never followed a average high school athlete because yeah. that is the most common high school athlete. We need to do a victory of emojis. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's next. That's next. All right. Well, thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> Merch is on the way. Please buy it. Help Merch support is on the it. way. Comment a purple emoji. Purple emoji, J. Colson. Um, it's going to help us out a lot and hopefully trying to upgrade some uh, sound quality for our listeners. All right. We're done. I, I got to go to the bathroom. I'm tired. It's like it's 12.15. I'm not even home. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, make sure to go ahead and leave us a ratings on iTunes if you're listening here. Five stars. Give us a nice review. Five stars. And if you're following us on Instagram, uh, if you're not, follow us on Instagram at Bush League Podcast. But keep engaging in our stuff and following along with us. Thanks for listening. Thanks, guys. Peace.